What up, faders? This is episode number 582, and when the cat's away, <laughs> the mice get faded. go man cheers okay. by the way happy new year yeah cheers happy new year dude got my spider-man cook yeah. that's fucking cool that's red as hell man what's that the spider-man cup actually actually basically everything in your background is fucking red as hell i think uh it's supposed to be purple it depends on your on your screen Really? It looks it looks kind of deep midnight purple with a black light effect. Yeah, that's what it's supposed to be. Man. Yeah, it's what it's supposed to be. It's supposed to have like a it's supposed to be like more of a 19 1989 Batman kind of feel, like green and purple. Ah, uh, okay, okay. Okay, 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 okay. okay, okay. Uh, I, I, I get that. I, I see that. I see that. You can okay, see up here. Look at look at my hand. See, there's green lights up here. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of got like a gradient that goes back. I think, as you can obviously tell, I, I put a ton of work to my, into my background as well. It's fucking white, and that's about it. Yeah, <laughs> and that giant light. I, as soon as I bought my place, I get rid of those big giant lights. I hate those things. Really? Oh, those things give me a headache, man. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. I guess everybody's different. Mine are kind of nice because the room's not huge and it lights up the whole room. But if I, I don't know if you can see it, but I'm going to turn it off. Like mine glows. Well, that's, so that's kind of nice. Yeah. Dude, if, no, you had, was one... if you had that in the background and you had a front, a foreground light, that would be badass. Really? Shit, no. I have to think about that. Kind of looks like a moon, man. It looks like you're like a outside in the middle of a Transylvania or something. Oh shit! Well, that, actually, you know, that's a very good idea. Uh, not today, but yeah, we'll fucking definitely do that like another time, man. Because like anything to improve this like fucking hole of nothingness would be great. What I did is I bought I bought one of those um ring lights that's in front of me. It's right here. Right mm -hmm. It's a ring light, and that was like a thousand yen, and I just put it up on a little tripod, and it lights it lights up everything in front. Huh. Okay. I'll yeah. think about that. Man. You can change you can change different intensities, different colors, and then of course LEDs in the background and LEDs mm. in the foreground and all all the colors mm. blend in and it's supposed to look pretty good. So I also use this room not only for podcasting, but also for work. So I do a lot mm. of I do a lot of video video conferencing and stuff off for work. So yeah. That's pretty cool. Um usually for work I'll blur out the background, but you can still see the lights and everything. Mm. But it looks really professional. But for podcast time, you get to see all my my toys and stuff. Yeah, you cool see it. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, back in the day, I used to be really fond of like Christmas lights and whatnot. And, you know, a few blacklight posters, but yeah. Yeah, then a blacklight, oh, okay. a blacklight Han Solo there from Johnny. Yeah, the, jo the Johnny special. Yeah, I recognize his fucking art style. Yep. Yeah. Hey, you you bought that one. Wait, you bought that one from a while uh, from him a while ago. So I, I remember Christmas. being his yeah. apartment. Yeah. What's that? Before Christmas. Maybe uh, in, I, I, October or early November around my birthday. Really? 
Yeah. Because like I, I, th- I think it's an older painting than that. Because like I, I swear, I swear, I was in his house and actually saw that just sitting there. Yeah, I think it's probably an older painting. He's probably had that for a while. But I saw it first. I saw it on spiltink.com. That's spiltink.com. That's a, a plug for Johnny. Thespiltink.com is, I think, what it's called, right? His website. Yeah. Thespiltink. Thespiltink.com. Yeah. Okay. So uh, you go on there and you can look at all his paintings and stuff and say, I want that one. And he'll give you a good deal on them. And that's how I kind of, that's how I got that. That's how I got that, that one. Then I bought a yeah. frame for it and the frame was expensive as shit. Yeah. I got, I got a couple of his. I got, a, I got, a, I got this one. I don't know if you can see it, but like this, that's a smaller one. What's the woman? Is that a woman there? What's she doing? Yeah, it's a, it's a woman. It's similar to a Han Solo one because it, it's just a woman who's kind of like holding a, holding a record. Oh, cool. I don't, I don't know if you can see it really well. Yeah, but yeah. I, I got a smaller one. And I got like a much bigger one that he did that was kind of really mad popular. If you Googled him, it was one of the first like images that came up. It's like sitting, it's sitting in my closet somewhere. Yeah. 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 Any plans on putting stuff? it in the frame and setting it up? Uh, I do, but you know, it's just it's been a rough year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So no, you were just you were just saying we're gonna do something about your background. And what I was saying is like uh why not add why not add that in a frame in a black light, man? Yeah. Bob's yeah, your uncle. Yeah. Simple, simple's easy. You don't have to be like me. You can just have a simple yeah. thing, simple kind of setup. No, man. No, no, you you are correct. It's just like I just promised myself that no other than maybe a couple of these, because like it's been a shit year and I've been like still haven't got paid from two previous jobs. Oh wow, that yeah yeah. If I can, it set me back, especially with the newborn. Yeah, it fucking set me back. That I would no unnecessary expenses, but I'm supposed to start getting paid for that shit like soon. So yeah, yeah I'm kind of like looking. I'm I don't want to go out and blow it all immediately, but like I'm kind of thinking, yeah, maybe I can indulge a few things. Yeah, well, I understand. You, you take it slow and take it with uh, you know, you live within your means. Don't ever live outside of your means because if you start spending more than you have, that's how you get in trouble. Yeah, exactly. Or, you know, you know, getting a credit card, maxing out and then getting another one just to max it out. And it's like, man, you, stupid. You're gonna be no, crushed. A lot of guys in, in Japan who do that, man, they come over here, yeah. they get a, they get an expensive apartment in the middle of Tokyo where you don't have to live in the middle of Tokyo. It's just real convenient to live there. It's like living in Manhattan, right? Mm. You can you can yeah. live outside of Manhattan and still work in, in, in uh, downtown, but it's expensive and, you, and they get they get spread out. And then they like you like you said they they maybe they lose their job, then they've got this huge rent they got to pay every month. And it's gonna hurt taking that big chunk of money out of your savings account every month. Well, yeah, I see. I'm exactly. I don't know if I'm I'm the guy on that either because like I kind of like this place is kind of hell ex- expensive as well. Yeah, it's like you know, I don't I don't live in like central central Tokyo, but like Nakamiguro is like pretty nice, fashionable, cool area. It is very cool area. I like whereas like where I say could do something like, you know, I can like your area and kind of like you know kind of go with suburbs and pay like you know half or a third. Yeah, probably get a big place. We bought this yeah. one, the, the one that we're in, that me and the wife live in now. We bought this one. We're looking at buying a second one now. Oh yeah, you and like, do, like rent it out or Airbnb or what? I guess there's no Airbnb now, but I just might keep it for myself. I'm selfish. I don't want people in here touching my shit. Yeah. <laughs> Awesome. That's yeah, fair. But, dude, hey man, yeah. dude, if you can afford it, then more fucking power to you. Well, why the fuck not, man? The, the thing is, like you just said, if you live in Nakameguro, which is for the most part central Tokyo or a nice area of Tokyo, right? A higher in suburb of Tokyo. Or you can move 
like me, I live about 45 minutes from you by train. And uh, mm. you move out here and the rent's down like to about half of what you pay. And then if you get a mortgage, it's even cheaper than that. Mm. Yeah, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, dude, I, I get you on that. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about it because like it's been like even prior to the coronavirus situation, it's been kind of like a rough couple of years, but I could still like I was still doing well enough to maintain my place. Yeah. And even my wife wanted me to move out in like Shimo Kitazawa. And I was like, no, nah, I can't fucking do that, man. Oh, I love Shimo Kitazawa, man. My buddy's got a bar out there and he gets uh, regular comedians in from the US and from the UK. Oh, you're, t- you're talking about Paul. I know him. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, That's yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, dude I know. yeah, I, I went to his place a bunch of times. He knows me. Yeah. Yeah. So that's right there in Shimo Kitazawa. And they've yeah. also got like a good uh, shopping area down there, like kind of a hipster kind of. Uh, a bunch of thrift thrift shops, some cool restaurants, some good sushi bars down there. Oh, don't, okay, okay, dude. Like, don't get me wrong. I wasn't knocking it earlier. I'm saying I, I still think it's a fucking excellent place, and there's a lot of cool places. Because I used to like, I used to go there pretty regular because I used to have some Saturday classes. They ended up kind of early, and my, one of my friends, it was like near one of my friends' apartments. So we'd go out there, and like you just go over to his place, usually order pizza, have some beers, and watch whatever. Yeah, and go out and hit the bars because it's Saturday. It's a fucking great area. I'm not knocking it. Even even that, my my wife like you before we moved in together. That's where she lives in Shimokita. Right. So I'm to, I'm totally not knocking it. It's just like I just couldn't bring myself to leave Nakamegoro. I understand Nakamegoro is so awesome, especially during like uh, uh the springtime when all the cherry blossoms bloom. And that and that, if you haven't been to Japan, folks, that's the day to come. That's when you want to come to Japan. Um, end of March, first of April, the first two weeks of April. Everything turns pink. All the cherry blossoms get pink flowers on them. And then at the same time, also the plum blossoms bloom. And that's kind of more of a, like a purple, like a dark pink purple kind of flower. And it looks mm. awesome. It looks awesome. Yeah. Go down, if you go down past uh, Meguro River, which runs probably right behind your house or not far from where you live, that whole river is just lined with these pink trees. It's amazing. And people are there and they eat and they drink and they sit under the trees and it's fantastic. It's right after it's springtime. So it's fantastic to get up there and just throw a tarp down and enjoy your, your Hanami, which is looking at flowers. That's basically what that means in Japanese. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, that's the thing, man. You can go up and down that river for literally miles and miles and miles. Yeah. It's and, pretty, um, it's pretty nice. And there's, a, there's even some shows like with uh, Anthony Bourdain, he came to Japan and he did a Nakamegaro episode on his show. And there's some mm. of those restaurants right around where you you guys stay um, that Anthony went to, and he loved them there. And and you talk about some really good like Japanese food, man. Some like sashimi, some yakitori, mm. some amazing stuff down there. And then of course you can sit outside and look at that river, which is fantastic. Mm. Yeah, your, man. Because I, I know I, I know all about this because it's like it's in my backyard. Yeah. And like there's there's uh, it's very good. It's very crowded, so you got to be a little bit patient you know, to walk around and, you know, it's going to take some time, but yeah, I, I guess nobody's really in a big hurry. Yeah. And there's, a, like you say, there's a lot of good food, a lot of good traditional Japanese food, but they, I've, I've, I've also seen some really wild stuff. You don't see very often. I've seen like Turkey legs for like six bucks, 600 yen. Oh, like big. the kind you get at Disneyland, right? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Like those. Yeah. Uh, I've seen those before I've seen, uh, what was it? Uh, Fried, uh, what is it? Fried foie gras was really good. It was expensive, but it was good. Some restaurant was selling that. We can get that still in Japan. Um, basically, fatty goose liver. 
That's yeah. illegal. That's illegal um, in places like California. They they outlawed it because of cruelty. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's yeah, it's pretty cruel if you know about it. But yeah, well, yeah no, I agree with you. I, I, I I'm a I'm, good. I love animals, but I, I think that it's not cruel. I think that the ducks or the goose they want that food, man, and they're not forced. Mm. To eat. They actually fight over the food nozzle. If you look, if you ever watched them. Well, yeah, I I get that, man. Because ducks are ducks are dicks. They're I guess like they're a super rapey animal. So they are like, rapey, yeah. Yeah, there's like super rapey. But uh, what else? Oh, I had I had Kobe beef burgers once. They're again, they're expensive. They're over like two thousand yen, over twenty bucks. But like that, you know, it's fucking Kobe beef. It was worth it. What was that like? Oh, that was awesome, dude. But it was just like it was just like you didn't expect it. But like you know, the guy the guy's sitting there saying, "This is Kobe beef." Wow. We're looking at him going bullshit like some street vendor is going to sit there and sling kobe beef burgers like i assure you they are right. and then again we're in japan we're in tokyo it's not like you can fool japanese people japanese you know people are kind of sewers about it. they'll bite into it and be like ah, no 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 bullshit this ain't no kobe beef right you know yeah but like no we we, we had them once it's like yeah these these are rare by the way like you can get a lot of like you know i don't know there's like fresh strawberries and a lot of like you know fresh potatoes and fried noodles and a lot of traditional stuff but i've seen some just really weird stuff on these street vendors that are like you know high-end kind of nice so yeah it's it's pretty nice so like on a, on a, on a kobe burger beef do they put like anything like we'd, co- we'd consider weird on it do they put like chicken feet or <laughs> something stupid on there that, that we wouldn't oh, for those burgers yeah uh nah, nah man they just like just kind of just like a regular burger burger they have like you know the sauce you can have mayonnaise mustard ketchup pickles you know, lettuce, uh, no, no bacon or anything like that. But like, just basically, it's just kind of like you say, I want a burger. And they go, okay, yeah, man, what, what do you, they'll, they'll start frying it up. And they go, okay, man, what do you want on it? Yeah. What did you have on yours? I, just, uh, I think I went for minimal sauce. I was just like, just a little bit of mustard and a little bit of like mayo. And that's like, that's enough. Cause like, you know, if, if it, you know, it's, if it's Kobe beef, you don't want to spoil the taste too much. Exactly. Cause I was thinking the exact same thing. Cause I, as a, as a kind of a, cook myself i don't want any sauce on it because if the beef is done correctly sauce is the mm. last thing you want on it, right mm. you don't want anything covering up that that taste oh actually i, I did i did ask for extra pepper because i do like pepper i, I think pepper is good for me because it gives that bite sure but yeah i just said just a little bit of this a little bit of that so uh coming from texas like i do we, we put a lot mm. of pepper on on beef mm. salt and pepper that are the two main things you put on top of beef when you're when you're cooking it. Mm. Yeah, salt brings out the the softness in it, and it also flavors the meat. And then the pepper, of course, like you said, gives it that little that little bite. Yeah, yeah, I've I've totally seen that from from like Texas. Like you know that that uh, whole dry rub thing is just no joke. Yeah, they're pretty serious about it. Those guys keep that stuff secret. Like they don't tell you what they put on it. It's hard mm-hmm. to get it's hard to get decent barbecue here, but that's changing now. I think there's a few barbecue restaurants that have opened up over the last few years that are actually pretty good, like Baird's uh down on on Bas- basashimi street oh no what's it, what's it called not basashimi it's called uh basamichi that's it that's what i was trying to say i'm getting all my words mixed up basamichi is a street yeah, sorry, in, yeah it is a street in yokohama and there's a place down there called baird's tap room and of course just like a lot of places now it's uh it's uh craft beers so they have a lot of mm. ipas a lot of uh stouts different kind of lagers and stuff like that that's all made locally but in addition to that, they have a, a barbecue pit. So they make Is brisket, nice they make uh, chicken, they make ribs, they make a bunch, all your traditional barbecue down there. And you can see like the smoke ring on it. They smoke their own meats and everything's made in-house. 
and it's quite good. And there's another place, uh, uh, I, forget, I think it's called the Smokehouse or something like that, or the White Smokehouse, something like that in, in Rapungi that's also supposedly pretty good with uh, with barbecue. So they're they're coming about these days. It used to be that like um, back in the day here in Japan, you couldn't find Mexican food to save your to save your life. And nobody knew what a burrito was. Nobody knew what a taco was. A taco was a piece of squid as far as they were concerned. Mm, but here in Japan right. now, you can find mm. burritos, man. You can find you can find tacos. You can find even taco rice, which is kind of an Okinawa thing. Uh, you can mm. find those around now. Yeah, no, yeah, because I agree because like uh, we got like uh, Baja tacos here, which is, which has pretty good tacos and burritos. I've even been there. Like, you know, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good place. The owner's fucking cool. So we got that, but like, you know, past that, um, uh, one of my buddies that used to live in the same apartment building as me, they had, they, he's got a restaurant called Argentina Foods and his wife was actually born in Argentina. So she, she wow. can make you like the real deal shit. Yeah, it's pretty good. And it's pretty authentic again, but like, you know, the food, the food truck is cheap, but it's kind of mass produced. But if you go to their actual like sit down restaurant, yeah, it, yeah, it's on the pricey side, but you know, if, if you're willing to spend a, money, a bunch of money for like a good date. Yeah. Like, uh, me and my wife did that for a couple years ago for like our anniversary. It was quite good. Wow, you're romantic, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, we were just like, we, we couldn't really agree. Like, because we, because here's the thing, like, what you're talking about sounds awesome. You, you say like, you know, fucking barbecue and beer and like, that's, that's my thing, man. Like, yeah. you, you say that, I'm like, yeah, that's, that's exactly what I want. So when I get to choose a place when it's like, you know, my birthday or something, mm-hmm. I'm fucking all over that shit. Yeah. But if, if she has it her way, like she likes the fucking like nice high-end like hotel kind of you know breakfast you know hotel like all you can eat I, which I, I don't fucking know why but yeah. like that's what she likes that's her thing so like when it's our actual anniversary we have to compromise on something and it's kind of like really like <laughs> i understand what you're saying like i i don't mind the uh the, the hotel buffets that's a big thing here in japan especially um outside of tokyo my wife and i have been doing those recently we've been going outside of tokyo to some of the other prefectures we just went to uh gunma uh last week last week and um we stayed in a hotel which has an onsen a hot springs and uh in addition to the hot springs they have the buffet you're talking about but the drawback to that is there's shitloads of kids and there's shitloads of old people so there's little kids running around and there's old people walking slowly bumping into you getting drunk and stuff like that so it's got its ups and its downs, but I mean the food quality depending depending where you go. Like where we were in Gumo, was it's quite good, man. And uh, yeah. we were me and my wife were having a little look, laugh about it because they had some really nice sushi, and I'm like, "You see any ocean around here? <laughs> where does this stuff come from, man? It's Gumo, it's landlocked." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. no, I know, I, I agree. Yeah, man, like yeah, some some places even like Tokyo doesn't have like super good sushi, like. Uh, we I don't know, went, me and my wife. has got really good stuff up on the fish market. That, went, that stuff went bye bye a couple of years ago, dude. They moved it to uh, fuck. I don't remember. That was a couple of years ago. That, you're that's, right. That's you're all, right. Yeah. But if you if you go out to the where the fish market is, they all around there they've got really good sushi. Yeah, they they did. I went I went to a couple of places there, but yeah, yeah, man, yeah, but yeah. Sushi's great and all, man, but fucking your shit you're talking about, fucking barbecue, like Texas barbecue, fucking whatever. That's, that's, that's some fucking jam. Hell yeah, hell yeah. That's my jam too, man. I mean, I grew up on that shit. I, I, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm sure you being like a Texan, you would, I'm sure you fucking know what you're talking about because that's as, as, as famous as that, 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 that's a Texas thing, but it's like, it's one of those things that's famous all over. It is. All over. So, you know, 
It's uh, like I, a, I'm from Chicago. Yeah, it's I'm like, from Chicago. I see. Go ahead. Yeah. No, I was, I was just saying, I'm I'm from Chicago. I say pizza. You know, we got the Chicago deep dish pizza. And that's fucking famous. And Love you it. know, you're from Texas, and we're like, yeah, we got um, you know, Mexican and barbecue. And I'm just, I'm just like, yeah, fuck yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I was gonna say, um, in Texas, they they'll barbecue a whole fucking cow, bro. They mm-hmm. have these big, big ovens. They'll cut the head off and the legs off, and they ha- you have just the body of the cow, and it's on this like a drawer, almost like a drawer. And they cut it almost in half and just leave the backbone intact. And they put it on either side of that and they slide it in this drawer and it cooks the entire cow. I've seen them do it. Yeah. yeah um, I've not seen that. I've heard about it, but it sounds fucking awesome. So good. So delicious. Have you ever, you ever had like an entire pig? Like you see like the old, the old adage, not adage, but like a, where it's a, where it's an entire pig cooked with a, with an apple in its mouth. Oh, the, like where they spit roast it. Yeah. You ever seen that? Yeah, no, yeah, I think uh, not often, but I think I've been to like a couple of events where it had like a big open like barbecue, like a wed- wedding or some yeah. some of the special events where they've done that. Um, yeah, that's pretty cool. Just the aesthetic of it, you know, because like if you watch like I don't know want to say historical documentaries, but historical fiction, right? You know, when, when the king's sitting around there, you know, chilling with all his nobles and all his knights, and they're just like, yeah, slap one of these fucking bad boys on the grill. Bring Let's us have the you know, yeah, yeah the, the fair maidens come out. And that was like the classy thing. Yeah, that'd be so, yeah, yeah. Can you imagine how bad people used to stink back then? Yeah, probably, <laughs> man. Oh, I, I, dude, I'm sure like everything, everything is fucking romanticized about how like you know how, how unhygienic and how just people fucking gross. People were gross. Their teeth were disgusting. Uh, their their butts must have been horrible. There's no toilet paper back then. Oh my god. Well, you, well, you, we know you know about that. You know what the fix was when they didn't have toilet paper? They had like you know a poop stick. I don't know, man. Yeah. No, no, that, that's, that's literally what they do. They just go out and find, you know, a suitable stick. Maybe hopefully it wasn't too rough and didn't have too many splinters. And, then, you know, they go out there, do the business and kind of, you know, dig around, do the best they can to get their butthole clean. Wow. Why yeah. don't they just do something like go to the water? Oh, because, dude, because, like, that's like, you know, that's that's the same water, like, that you drink from. You don't have to go in the water. You can get some water out and stand on the side and wash your butthole. You don't have yeah, to go but... in the water and fuck up everyone else's drinking water, man. That's rude. <laughs> <laughs> There's a floater in the pool. There's a floater in the pool. Where's Tom? <laughs> Where the fuck is Tom? <laughs> Fucking Tom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, you don't have to yeah, go yeah. in the water, man. You could just get you some out in the bucket. You, shit, have you ever been to an onsen? You've seen an old man do that. Old men get that bucket of water and sit there and wash their ass in their balls. That's terrible. That's one of the reasons I don't like onsen. Yeah. yeah, I just like I I, I kind of just ignore. I, I, I'll be honest, I like the onsens, but like I'm usually I just like fucking strip down really quick, shout. This is because this is how you do it. You strip down, you put your stuff in a locker, then you got to shower. You got to like take a shower and wash yourself thoroughly before you get in. But like I do all yeah. that stuff quick, 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 and then I just like sit in the pool and just fucking chill. Yeah. So yeah, I don't I don't need to see any. You know, I, I agree with you. I don't need to see no old man washing his fucking ball sack. Yeah, it depends. Like if you go to like um a smaller one. You're going to be fine. You might even be in there by yourself for like the last one I was in in Guma. I was in there by myself for an hour and they have the indoor oh, yeah. one. They have an indoor one, like indoor pool and then an outdoor pool. So like you said, you go in there, you take a shower, you wash yourself off with soap and do your shampooing and everything. Wash yourself off with soap in the shower. And then you walk across the room. There's an indoor like a pool that's that's fed hot water, hot spring water from the mountain. Right. 
automatically it warms up by the volcanic lava in the mountain or whatever. And then you take mm. a bath in there. You just soak in the bathtub. It's like a hot tub. And then they have yeah. an out, they have an outdoor one. You can walk outside, and it's winter time now when we're when we're recording this. So outside is cold. So the top of your body is cold as shit because it's up in the mountains, and it's like smoke coming off your head because your head is hot from the hot water. And then you're sitting mm. in the hot tub, and there's smoke all around you. It's pretty good, man. And then if you get cold, you put your shoulders down a little bit and try to warm up, and then you pop back out because it's too hot, and you sit up on the edge because it's too hot. Yeah. Then, then you're too fucking cold. Then you just jump right back in, and yeah, yeah it's it's pretty cool. And then it, yeah, the, so, the, the, the yeah, the best outdoor ones I've been are like right up in like mountains. Like I'm talking like literally on top of mountains. Like that's especially we were. like when you say yeah. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, when it's snowing and you just like yeah, just sit back, just do your thing, fucking chill, and just like watch the snowfall and everything. Yeah, it was and, it was like almost cold enough for it to snow. It wasn't snowing where we were at but that day, but it was almost cold enough for it to snow. You know what I mean? And I was just, yeah. I, I, I brought a beer with me because I, once I took a shower and everything, I just popped up in the beer. And I was in there by myself and just drinking a beer out there while I'm sitting in the hot tub. That was awesome, bro. Mm. Awesome, awesome, awesome. But if you get if you get the larger onsens, then you run into the problem of it's a popular hotel. There's lots of people there. And if you go mm. at the wrong time, it's packed. There's kids, there's old people in there washing their ball sack. You know, it, that's mm. basically hell. <laughs> yeah. But you you can time it, you know. You can just time it. You know everyone's going to go right before dinner, and then you just you know wait till everyone's done, and then you hit it around ten o'clock. It closes at midnight. You hit it around ten o'clock. Stay in there for an hour. You know you're all good. Yeah, yeah, yeah man. Like yeah, if you, if you time it, it might you know. If, yeah, I, I guess you and I have been here for a long time. But if if you know what you're doing, yeah, there's certain times where you can kind of like take take a an educated guess. Yeah, when it's probably going to be too crowded. Yeah, usually but, yeah, right, yeah. right before dinner, it's going to be really crowded. And then uh, you want to avoid that time. And then usually right before close, it's not so crowded. So you go in there a couple hours before it closes. And at the most, there might be one or two other people in there with you. Mm. But it's big enough where it doesn't really matter, you know. Oh, although I will say the weird thing was, like, I lived in Kyushu. And one of my friends, like, I'd only been there for, like, a year or two. But one of my friends had been there, like, appreciably longer. Like, I think almost 10 years. And, like, huh? he had a car. So it was just like after a certain point, we it became like a Sunday morning like hangover ritual. He just drive by in his car and say, "I'm gonna pick you up at this time." We just go to like a different onsen and like yeah. not a single one of them because I just I just walk in that straight up basket. I'd be like, "Yo, I got tattoos. This is cool." They're like, fucking go in and not a single one of them. So I don't know if that was because he knew it because I know he didn't have any tattoos. Right. But yeah, so so I I, I figured like this is all kind of a myth. Right, because like every I can say, I must have been. I went to more than a dozen places. Right, I figure it was kind of a fucking myth, but yeah. But then I moved and I was in other parts of Japan, and then they were like, "Oh hell no, get that shit out of here!" Right. Let me tell you a story. Um, the wife and I on one of our hotel adventures, we we decided we were going to go check out this hotel in the middle of summer. Uh, this place is called Oiso, which is uh down on the coast of Japan, down south, uh, in the Izu area. Uh, that's down on the Izu Peninsula. So we, we found this cool hotel uh, online and it was on TV uh, on, on this program we were watching and uh, it has all these water slides. You've got the classic round we know where you get into the tube and you go down the tube and you, and you hold on and, and, and you know, you can go two at a time, three at a time and you go down this tube and you can splash great water slides. They've got this, this wading pool that goes all the way around. They got this super high dive. They got like a medium dive where you can just jump off or they got like this really, really like two story, two-story or three-story high dive you can just run off and jump into the water awesome little little setup problem is around that hotel there is not 
anything to do. This, the hotel is the only fun point in that area. So we, we went down there and it took us about two hours. We had to transfer a bunch of different trains. We finally get down there. Uh, we get to the hotel. We're tired. We want to go out and have a, have a dip in the pool. We get out to the pool. We're having fun. We go on, I go on a couple water slides and did that high dive. And I'm sitting around in, in the waiting pool. And this guy comes over and he goes, you can't have tattoos in here. You have to get out of the pool. And he's like, no, you have to get out of the pool. I'm like, well, can't I just put a shirt on? And he's like, no, you can't put a shirt on because I know you have a tattoo. I'm like, all right, well, just give me my money back and we'll, we'll, go, we'll go back at the hotel room or whatever. I didn't know there was nothing else around to do. There's literally nothing else to do. And we're going to be there for three days. And then I'm up in my hotel room and I'm, my hotel room looks right down onto the pool. And then I see some other people in there and they've got like rash guards on. And I, I, I'm like, you can't wear a t-shirt in there, but you can wear a rash guard. That's bullshit. So I walked down back to the guy who kicked me out. And I'm like, look, man, everybody here's got, got rash guards on. Why don't I just buy a rash guard at the shop? And then we can come back and use the pool. He's like, nope, nope. I know you have tattoos, so you can't come into the, you can't come into the pool area. And I'm like, now you're just being a dickhead, man. Because if everybody else can wear a rash guard and it's covered up, the only way I can do it is if, you, if I put giant bandages over my arms. I'm like, that's fucking ridiculous, you asshole. And then I got really mad and I said, I wanted to, I, I did a Karen, man. I became a Karen. And I'm like, I want to talk to the hotel manager. And I'm like, he's like, well, it says on our Japanese website. And I'm like, it doesn't say on your English website. And he's like, look, we looked at the English website. And it doesn't say anything about tattoos not being allowed. So what ended up happening, long story short, too late. Um, we ended up getting one night, one night comp to us for free for that hotel because they were so sorry that it didn't have it on, on the, uh, on the English website, which I really, I didn't want, I wanted to go swimming, man. I don't want a free night stay in a hotel. Yeah. It wasn't fucking worth it. Right. Right. I don't want, I, I don't want to take money away from you, bro. I want to give you my money. Just let me go swimming. Why can't I just put a rash guard on like everybody else and go swimming and have fun? Yeah. Well, yeah, that's a, that's a thing. Cause like, uh, my wife and I wanted to go to, a, she, she, it was her idea to go to a water park. And I was like, that's fine. But she's telling me, you know, there are a lot of tattoos. I was like, okay. So I bought like, I basically brought like a knee brace. Cause I got like a big old one on my arm. Yeah. It's like that had to be covered. And I got, I've got one on my, my, my pack and that, that was okay. Easy. Just get it like a, you know, decent, me, uh, how do you say, what is it like medical break, you know, some medical tape to cover that. <laughs> what I me to do. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was okay, but like, yeah, man, I did it. And like, I think I don't know, man, because I got I got a few weird looks by some of the employees there, and I know I knew at least one guy saw because I went, went down a water slide and like the covering on my arm kind of came down a little bit, but I could see he saw it and his eyes got kind of big, and then he just like really quickly just looked the other way real quick. And I was like, oh, see, my just pulled that up real quick, and so they, they didn't really hassle me, but like, yeah. What's grosser yeah. though? I mean, what's worse? So you, could you imagine being in a swimming pool? With a guy who's got like a giant skin condition that requires a giant medical patch over his pectoral. What if he's got like a rotten, a rotten titty or something like that? He's got a boil. A rotten titty. He's got, he's got boil cancer. Yeah, yeah. And then like, uh, then he's got one on his arm and he's got something on his leg. And I'm like, oh, I don't want to get a pull of that fucking weirdo. But if I see, uh, you, if I see you, someone you, check, you, you make, whatever. You, you're making me think of that one line from a Fight Club. My tits gonna rot off. <laughs> <laughs> Great movie that. Yeah, I love that yeah, movie. It's fucking good. But yeah, there's, there's so many lines. But just like you just saying that, like yeah, yeah. No, I no, I agree. It's 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 fucking weird here. But 
I don't know. I, I guess just like anything else, like overall, you take the good with the bad, I guess. Yeah, you, you just kind of have to know what you're going to deal with. But, you know, uh, I've got an application on, on, on the mobile phone that shows you tattoo-friendly places in Japan. So it's not impossible to, fi- to find now. Okay, well, that's good, man. I tripped uh, it in so maybe... 2006, so that was before that application came out. Okay. Well, that, that's, that's still be useful to a lot of people, I think, especially if you're coming here as a foreigner. Yeah. And you don't know like which which what's cool and what's not. Yeah, just uh, look, just search tattoo tattoo friendly map on uh, uh tattoo friendly map in Japan for on your place where you buy applications from, and it's free. You can download it. So if you come here, I highly recommend that. So they'll show you all the onsens and all the water parks and pools you can use. Yeah, because like yeah, I know because like, yeah, because you're always a little bit. If you go to some of these public places, you're always a little bit worried about it. Because like, years ago, uh, I went to Burning Japan, which is like you know. They're on analog festival burning man right I'm sorry to say it's not nearly as cool as burning man i'm sure but like you know but it was pretty cool i went with like a big group of maybe t- like 10 or 12 people and like you know everybody's hard partiers and everybody's got tattoos sure and it was it was kind of a long weekend we we're just going to take a dip in the onsen after that i just remember like i was kind of sluggish to get in the, the bathtub all my friends with like tattoos went ahead of me right. i just remember like going there and just going in there and like all of a sudden this old, old this cleaning lady runs up to me is fully closed and just starts screaming at me in japanese i was like whoa, whoa, whoa. Tattoo, I'm pointing at my tattoo. She's like, I'm standing, I'm standing in front of her completely buck naked. She's probably you know, screaming about no. that. Yeah, probably. probably. Like, you can't be naked in here, man. <laughs> yeah. you, know, you, you, you know, here's the fucked up. She points down on my feet and I had a little bit of feet, uh, sand still stuck on my feet. She threw this epic fucking fit about it, but I was like, I, I get I kind of get it, but I don't. But it's like it's sand, and I'm gonna dip in a large pool. And I was at the beach. You realize my balls are gonna be in that pool, right? <laughs> yeah, right. My fucking balls. <laughs> I, might, I, might, I might leave something behind, but it won't be sand. <laughs> yeah. You don't need that water in your face. <laughs> I'm gonna scream yeah, like a little something. girl. <laughs> yeah it's just yeah it, it was a weird experience but yeah it kind of kind of relates to that it's just not because i had tattoos it's because like the stigma that comes with it but <laughs> tell me what you did over over new year's man let's let's uh change the subject really quick for no reason yeah sure sure no problem man like um i stayed in i stayed with my family because i think my, my kid right now my boy right now is over like a little i think yeah he's a little over a year old and my, my, my wife was completely cool. She just straight up told me, she's like, look, I know you. I know you want to go to the bar. If you want to go to the bar, it's totally fucking cool. I'll take care of the kid. And I was like, eh, I don't feel like it. It was like, long story short, it's been kind of a shit year for me. Yeah. So, and I, ha- I had a certain amount of money to play around with. But like, at the same time, I'm just like, I, just, I don't feel like fucking celebrating. It was a shit fucking year. 2020 sucked, man, for everybody. Yeah. For, for pretty much everybody yeah some worse than others again like i it's not a contest and i, I don't want to compare myself myself to other people because i know there's a lot of people that i'm sure suffered a lot more than i did at least but we weren't still, me, yeah <laughs> yeah exactly but uh yeah but anyway man it was a shit year and i just didn't feel like celebrating and like and not only that like my, 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 I'm, I'm telling you man i was going with my gut my gut was telling me like you are exactly where you need to be you know, because so I stayed home, got like got about we went downstairs because we got a liquor store downstairs on the first floor, got a bottle of champagne and, you know, some beers and just whatever. 
and we cooked up some good food and that was that was that was fucking it that was enough <laughs> so how about you man i'm i'm sure like your fucking new year was probably a lot more exciting than mine was because mine was boring as shit but i was still happy well, my 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 new, my new Year's is pretty much planned out every year. So, as you know, I run the website mmajapan.net. Yep. Um that uh basically gives you all the all the uh news about MMA fights, MMA fighters, MMA MMA events in Japan in English uh here in Japan. So that's one of the uh biggest forums that you could you can find out information in English about Japanese fights. So, uh, every year in, in Japan, uh, New Year's Eve is a big day for fights. There's a, there's Ryzen. That's one of their uh, big events that they have. And, uh, and they pull out all the stops for this. It's a huge card, um, kind of like a, a season finale, if you will, for, for fights. It, all the big fights come on the New Year's Eve card. And uh, this year they had, um, they had a, a really good matchup for the, for the main event. They had uh Horiguchi versus um and the guy's name is escaping me right now but uh shit what was his fucking name it, it's just I'm having a brain fart it just left me but uh Horiguchi's a guy who's who's been around for a long time he he's one of the best fighters in the world and uh oh he fought Asakara uh, uh Miki Asakara and uh in last year Asakara knocked him out and no one has ever knocked out Horiguchi in an MMA fight, and that was the first time. So this year they had their their rematch, and uh, and uh, it was amazing. So I mean, Horiguchi obviously won that fight in in literally the first round, and uh, that was a great fight. So we spent all fucking day in the Saitama Super Arena, walking around, talking to fighters, getting information, uh, writing up articles, uh, talking to other press, and. Uh, you know that that's basically how we spent almost all up until like nine o'clock at night, and then usually around nine o'clock I'll I'll head back home because I want to be with my family for for the countdown, and then I can watch the last four or five fights on Fuji Television when it comes on uh, for the live broadcast. Yeah, and how how late does that go? Because I know it's like a pretty long event, but like what time what time do they start? Like what time do they finish? Because it's been because I used to watch these fights for New Year's, but like yeah. it's been a while. So it's changed over the years. Over the last 20 years, it used to be all day long uh, on TV, but the the times have changed for the television broadcast. And usually the television broadcast is just the main card now, which starts around 7 p.m., 8 p.m., and that goes until almost midnight. But uh, um, that's a that's it's a broadcast a little bit late than later than what is actually happening. So there's a delay. Uh, so, but if you want to watch the undercard, which I definitely do, because I want to see all the upcoming fighters, uh, you get there around one o'clock in the afternoon. So you're there from one o'clock in the afternoon until like almost midnight. If you, if you can stay all day, I usually leave around eight, eight o'clock, nine o'clock. And like I said, catch the last four or five fights at home, but it's a whole, it's a whole day of, of walking around, carrying cameras, taking photos, uh, recording interviews, talking to fighters. Uh, you know, setting up interviews for the future, asking people what they're going to do, going to the the media room, talking about future events, who's going to fight who, you know, getting like uh, an idea of wh- what's going on, get, keeping your pulse basically on the pulse of uh, of what's happening in Japan in in uh, in cage fighting, basically. Mm. Yeah. Fun. Yeah, man. Because yeah, 
Yeah, because I, I remember because I used to watch those like years and years ago, but it used to be a little, little bit different, though, where it was like, I think they usually cut off. They had like they'd have the main fight around nine or ten and that was done. So it, it was OK, like for something you could do to like kind of like watch at home kind of have a few beers with your buddies and they give you a reasonable amount of time to go out and find a bar, basically get drunken and celebrate the countdown. Yeah, that's when that's back in the day when they used to do it live, like exactly live. But now there's a there's a time delay. So like mm-hmm. I think the the when you're in the when you're in the um Saitama Super Arena Super Arena, uh they, they actually make an announcement saying, okay, we're gonna have an intermission for an hour and a half, and then in an hour and a half uh the Fuji live live broadcast will start. And then oh, okay. around for like an hour and a half. When they make that when they make that that announcement, I usually like I'm out. Because it takes me two hours to get home, so I can I'll probably get there, you know, during the middle of the one fight, and then watch the last three or four at home with my wife. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That sounds cool. That's basically New Year's. Yeah. Fun stuff. Let's. I'll just say real real quick before before we go on and do the news. Real quick, man. It sounds fucking good for you. Um. Yeah, again, shameless plug for your company, but I think it's fucking cool. So best of luck with that. And like, hopefully, you know, things will improve for everybody in every situation. And, you know, you can kind of maybe build your company up a little bit more and do yeah. hopefully do some more cool shit. Yeah. And uh, yeah, if you if you got any uh, cool fighters that want to kill uh, tell cool stories, like send them our way. We'd be more than happy to interview them. We did that last year. Remember, we uh, we had Victor Henry on. Uh, and uh, this year, I want to try to I want to try to get Mei Yamaguchi on. She's a she's a female fighter. Uh, she is really, really awesome. She's fun to talk to. She fights for, uh, she used to fight for Deep. She's fought in Ryzen, and now she fights for one championship. So I'm working on getting her on on the podcast. So we'll see uh, if we can do that in 2021. That sounds that sounds fucking awesome. Because uh, yeah, female fighters, hell yeah, I would love to hear like some of her stories. Yeah. And uh, Vic- Victor was a cool interview. I listened to that one, and uh, I was supposed to like interview him with you guys, but that just happened to be bad timing. That happened just to fall the weekend of my birthday yeah and it was just like yeah it was just kind of not good for me so like i apologize for that because i kind of backed out at the last minute kind of like ah, i don't know man because i i kind of i, I, I called johnny i was like dude i don't know man i'm kind of wasted right now to be honest <laughs> i'm kind of not feeling it but you guys can have fun with that but no that's cool man so yeah dude fucking best of luck and i guess uh yeah, I guess if you're cool with that, then we can fucking break down the news and see what happened. Okay, um, I've got I got a good story up here right now. If you don't mind me starting, no, no, no. If you want to start, man, it doesn't matter to me. I can go either way. It's kind of cool because that kind of segues into our last segment about fighting. Oh well, even better if it kind of segues than fucking you know pluck you know fucking segues. Yeah, um, this one is 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 in the crime section. We found this on Japan Today. In Tokyo and craving soul food, we've got just the place for you. Soul Food House in Azabujuban. Check out what we do at soulfoodhouse.com. Come by and taste the love. We look forward to feeding you. Mitsuya Liquors. Yo, what's up, faders? If you're in Asia, if you're in Japan, if you're in Tokyo, if you're in Asagaya, you better get down to Mitsuya Liquors. That's right. For the most affordable prices in Japan, you can get over 300 different kinds of beer. That's right. Over 300 different kinds of beer. And of course, they got all the shochu you need, all the sake you need. And of course, they got wine from California to Italy to France 
to New Zealand. They got it all. When I say they got it all, they really, seriously got it all. There's no joke about that. So get down to Midzia Liquors. And if you go in there and you say, got fit of Japan, you will be more than welcome to go into their back room and drink those beers that you just purchased. That's right. Got fit of Japan at Midzia Liquors. And three times a week, they have a sushi chef there. So get your sushi on, get your drink on, get your fade on, and come on down to Midzia Liquors, located comfortably in Asagaya, about five-minute walk from the station. Hey, yo, what's up, Vaders? Johnny here. You know I love booze and news, but I also love art. So come on down to thespiltink.com and check my art out. I've got tons of stuff there for you to check out. I've got paintings, I've got prints, I've got videos. And I tell you what, if you like a painting, I could probably sell it to you. And I tell you what... If I can't sell you that painting, I will definitely sell you a print. I've got prints of all my work. Prints are about 2,000 N each, about 20 bucks. But if you buy two, you get the third one for free. So come on down to thespiltink.com. Yo, and on top of that, I'm looking for commissioned work. So if there's something that you want me to do, I can make it for you. Just check out my stuff and see if you like my style. And if you like my style, I can definitely paint you anything on canvas, paper, whatever. I've done it all. So come on down to thespiltink.com. That is T-H-E-S-P-I-L-T-I-N-K.com. Thespiltink.com. Prepa. Are you at Harajuku with some out-of-town friends or your family or significant others? Yeah! Do you want to chill and drink beer and eat sandwiches while your friends overpay for glitter unicorn socks? Yeah! And the flavor's gonna make you complete at Harry's Sandwich Company. So come on down to Harry's Sandwich Company in the heart of Harajuku, right off Takeshita Street. See you there! Yo, what's up, faders? It's your boy, Johnny. I have an opportunity for you. Well, in fact, I have 50 opportunities for you. A few years ago, I painted all 50 American states. And in each and every state, I painted in all major city names, the state's cultural icons, pop culture that pertains to that specific state, and a whole lot more fun, interesting, and educationally groovy stuff. The project took me over eight months to complete, and now they're yours forever. I have digital prints available for download on the Spilt Inks Etsy shop. These prints started off at about five bucks a pop, but not anymore. These high resolution prints are a dollar each. They're yours for a dollar each. So brighten up your walls and expand your mind with your favorite state. These prints are a dollar each, and they're worth so much more. These are these, these paintings are absolutely incredible. You're gonna love them. And if you don't like the state project, that's cool. That's cool. Johnny still has love for you. But check out the Spilled Inks Etsy shop to find all sorts of other wild art that will save your soul and blow your mind. So go down to the show notes for a direct link to the Spilled Inks Etsy shop. Go there, shop away, support the show because we love you and we love art too. So faders, without further ado, enjoy the show. If you're going to get your fade on, you got to get your fade on in style. And that's why I use Ghost Town Palmade. Ghost Town Palmade is the number one badass palmade, and I practice what I preach. When I leave this house, if I'm not wearing a hat, if I'm not wearing a lid, I'm wearing Ghost Town Palmade in my hair. This stuff is amazing. It smells good, it looks good, and it feels good. Ghost Town Palmade, badass palmade. And let me tell you one thing. 
comes in a lid. That's pretty badass. This whole world is so nerfed up these days. Everything is plastic and pink, but not Ghost Town Palmade. This stuff is a man's palmade, and it is hardcore. It's so hardcore, it's from Oakland, California. Oakland, California. That's right. Ghost Town Palmade. Get your fit on in style. Proper. Six high school students are arrested for beating up a 15-year-old boy. So uh, the Juvenile Investigation uh, Division of Kanagawa Prefecture Police has arrested six high school students in Yokohama Municipal High School on suspicion of beating up a 15-year-old boy. The victim was unconscious and remains in critical, critical condition following a beating uh, he took in a park between 7.30 p.m. and 11.20 p.m. That was a long-ass beating if it lasted that long, if it lasted four hours. So he got no shit. No wonder, no wonder he's in fucking critical condition, right? If yeah. he's wailing on you for that long, six yeah. on one uh, apparently, and that happened on January fourth. And he says the the victim lives in Saya Ward and is reportedly punched and kicked in the face and the body, and has suffered an acute subdermal hematoma, which is basically a bruise under the skin where your skin doesn't break, but the blood fills up that skin and it becomes a giant bubble on the side of your head. Oh, so it's like so so it's like kind of an internal wound. It's an internal wound but it, the skin's not broken, but it's on the it's just under the surface of the skin. So like if you uh-huh. get punched in the face and your orbital bone breaks, um uh-huh. you know what happens is that fills it, that space fills it up with the uh, fluid, blood and uh, other other nasty bits of nastiness and it, gi- it turns giant purple and you have a big misshapen head. Yeah, that's a, that does that sounds really fucking bad. And yeah, uh, yeah unfortunately, unfortunately, it's not Halloween season, so the guy doesn't get a like you know consolation prize of a free Halloween costume for the zombie. But yeah, but he's he's been in a coma apparently. He's not in good shape. I I had a subterm a subdermal hematoma once uh, from falling off a skateboard and hitting my really? head. Yeah. Huh. Found out really okay. quick uh, in my late forties. I don't know how to skateboard. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I, I gotta ask. Are you having like a midlife crisis? No, no, no. I just, I just saw it and I thought, oh, I can do that, and I can't. So, <laughs> okay, okay, Jeremy, dude, you're, you're big. You're a big, strong dude, man. Stick to fighting. You'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, skateboarding's not my thing, man. I'll stick to fighting. So these guys who beat his ass, they're they're from a local motorcycle. Let's put that in air quotes, right? a local motorcycle gang called the Surumi family that operates out of Yokohama Surumi ward. Uh, investigators believe the 15 year old victim might've gotten into trouble with the gang after falsely telling other people he was a member of the gang. Oh. Uh, the police say the six suspects who were arrested have admitted uh, to the charges. So yeah, they ended up whooping that kid's ass because he said he was a member of the sons of An- the Japanese sons of anarchy and he wasn't. Yeah, I mean, let's not, let's not go farther. What are they called? The Bozozoku? The Bozozoku. They, they say motorcycle gang, but it's a bunch of kids on noisy little scooters. No one over a 250. That's their... Yeah, man, because I'm, I'm going to say, I, th- I think that's like saying motorcycle gang is kind of selling it under short because like, to be honest, like, yeah, a lot, a lot of them are just basically like tricked out mopeds. Yeah. Yeah. They usually just take the pipe, the, the, uh, the padding out of the muffler so their bike's the little moped like i said a 50 cc or up to a 250 cc sounds loud and annoying mm-hmm. and then go yeah. around oh no they're, they're, they're annoying as shit dude nobody fucking likes them because think about it you're in a quiet residential neighborhood also i have a harley so when i roll up on my harley they stop that shit instantly 
Now, I, I imagine they fucking would, man. Be like, oh, you, oh, you want to see a real bike? Yeah, because I roll up on my Harley. It's like, and they they all just like look at the ground and shit, and then they don't they'll go near me. Do you do that thing where you like you just like roll up beside them to like a red light? You just kind of look over, eye contact, and you kind of rev your engine a little bit. Absolutely, I do that. That's good, man. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Like another another day, I'm gonna have to ask you about that. I've been meaning to ask you. Like maybe the next time we get some free time, I want to hear about some of your Harley stories because uh, I've I've never really ridden ridden around a Harley. I had a dirt bike when I was a kid, but most of the guys that I know that you know cruised around Harleys have some pretty cool fucking stories. So like, yeah, Yeah. looking forward. Maybe you know we can knock back a beer and you can tell me a couple stories. Absolutely. Yeah, man. But uh, I, I do feel bad for this kid. I mean, like. Cause think about it, man. He's 15. He's probably just saying this to impress the chicks. Yeah, he wants and to get girls. 15, yeah, yeah. You know, when when you're 15, like you know, he's all scrawny and kind of wimpy, or or who knows? Maybe, maybe he was even get fucking. Maybe he was even getting fucking. Bull- it was either to impress chicks or maybe he was getting bullied by like some other kids. He's like, fuck off, man. I'm in a gang. Yeah, but that yeah. six members of that gang caught up with him and said, "You are not in the gang," and whooped his ass. Yeah. So. Yeah, kid, yeah, kiddies, don't do that. I mean, I, I do feel bad for this because, like, let, let's be honest, dude. Like, I don't want to judge him too harshly because when we're all 15, we all did some really dumb shit. Oh, I did tons of dumb shit. Dumb shit. I'm so surprised I'm alive now. And this is a message to the kids, man. If you're if you're out there and, and you're thinking about I'm gonna lie to make myself look better, just be yourself. Don't lie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. No, exactly, man. Um, yeah, seriously. Yeah, just be your fucking self and like. Trust me, you, you'll find friends that have similar fucking interests. Contact us. I'll, I'll teach you how to wrestle and teach you some karate. <laughs> yeah, teach you wrestling or karate or something. Yeah. Or Yeah, because like, yeah, you, yeah you, you and me wound up uh, bonding over like, you know, mutual love of Marvel Comics. Boom. Oh, yeah. There you Fuck yeah. Go. yeah. Uh, so I'm, I'm fucking cool with that, man. Uh, martial arts, I, I don't think I'm quite as advanced as you, but like I do, I do have appreciation because most of the martial artists I met in the past were pretty cool. And then also like in Marvel Comics, it's all about Kung Fu, brother. Oh yeah, <laughs> like, I'm like Iron Fist. I, I think I told you. Yeah, I did do like a year or two of that, man. It was. I don't think like. Yeah, I don't think like, I'm gonna be the next Iron Fist, though. <laughs> Put it that way. <laughs> or the next Daredevil, or the next really fucking anybody. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, let's uh, let's move on. Like, uh, we're in a bunch of these, but like, uh, actually, I'm, I'm I'm gonna say, man, like, we're gonna skip past. There's a bunch of been a bunch of horrific sexual assaults, and it's just not fucking funny, and I don't feel like bringing the mood. Right- yeah, like right sometimes now, we so. don't want to make jokes about shit like that. Yeah, we we, we don't. I mean, uh, although that said, it's not we like we never covered it, but like you know, there's certain stuff where it gets to a certain point. It's like we kind of have to say something. Yeah, but uh, this is not going to be one of those episodes. Yeah, yeah, but unfortunately, I, ju- I, ju- I just do want to I do want to clarify that because a lot of the news I just like just instantly just fucking kicked as I was going through this stuff, and it's like oh fucking sex- bad sexual assault, sexual assault, sexual assault, sexual yeah. Assault dude and people have been locked up in quarantine and too many other fucking problems are just like pissed and like fucking it's all pent up and they're just like so, it's terrible not good yeah so hit me with but, this uh, what, yeah yeah so let's read about uh some some people doing dumb shit that's not sexual assault okay okay osaka police alleged man fatally burned roommate with water well, this is another example of like doing stir crazy shit Soccer Prefecture police have arrested a 20-year-old man over the alleged fatal burning of his male roommate with water at, in their residence at Osaka City last month, reports Sankei Shimbun. 
between the 15th and 24th, just right around fucking Christmas, man. Tatsuya Uesugi of no known occupation is alleged to have burned Daisuke Okumura 33 with water that exceeded the temperature over 60 degrees Celsius in a shower and the residence in Naniwa Ward. Jesus Christ. Those guys are showering together? <laughs> well, no, it, did, it didn't say they showered together. It said he hey, burned Daisuke. him. Actually, I'm guessing this dude was outside the shower if he's burned his roommate. Hey, Daisuke, I can't get my back. You want to help me out? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> no, I do not. <laughs> yeah, this, uh, yeah, I, I mean, you, yeah, you can make plenty of jokes in that, you know, about, about him, uh, you know, dropping the soap or something. But <laughs> that's the third time you drop the soap, Daisuke. <laughs> and you make eye contact with me when you drop it. That's not cool, man. <laughs> yeah, you fucking go. Excuse me, I seem to have dropped the soap again. It's like, are you trying to tell me something, dude? You yeah, can just dude, ask. Just kick it over in the corner, man. Yeah, but you could be right. These dudes could be like Bert and Ernie, just like you know, taking baths together. Who are we to judge, man? I don't care. It doesn't affect yeah. my life. Yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, upon his arrest on suspicion of manslaughter on Monday, Uesugi admitted to the allegations. "Quote: Okumura didn't obey my instructions while we were living together." End quote. Uesugi told police in commenting on the allegations. <laughs> you don't listen. I told him, man, he don't listen. <laughs> he don't listen. Uh, move the victim. According to the police, Uesugi came to Osaka from Fukuoka Prefecture last May to assist Okamura with a work-related matter. After carrying out the crime, Uesugi moved Okamura from the residence to an apartment in the same ward occupied by, the, by an acquaintance. At around 2.50 a.m. on December 29th, Uesugi alerted emergency services. Personnel arriving at the second apartment found Okamura lying face up at the entrance. Okumura was in a state of cardiac arrest, transferred oh, to a hospital. Yeah. However, yeah. So he fucking he got burned badly, and then he fucking hung in there with like little or no care. Yeah, and then he and had a heart then, attack. Yeah, and then he fucking had a heart attack, man. Because like this, this is what like, oh, sorry, he was thirty three, and he had a heart attack. Oh. You know, if you're thirty three and you have a heart attack, you you must have been doing something or had something done to you that like shouldn't happen, right? Yeah, or you're fat as fuck. Yeah, even that, even that dude, like 33, a heart attack. Is that, I mean, I suppose it's technically possible, but yeah, man. That's terrible. I hope he's okay. No, he's not. He's dead. <laughs> no, he's dead. He did. No, 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 he did. Sorry, sorry to fucking mash your dreams, but uh, Okamura was in a state of cardiac arrest on transportation to the hospital. However, he was confirmed dead, pre police said previously. And here's, it's, it's just one of those stories. I'm sorry, brace yourself, buckle up, because it's not going to get any better. Cigarette burns. Upon arrival, the authorities noticed that Uesugi was not present. After making the call to the authorities, he took a taxi to a third residence in the ward occupied by another acquaintance. An examination of Okumura's body re revealed that over one third of his body had suffered burns, as well as he received dozens of cigarette burns. Damn, they were in some wicked shit, those guys. Yeah. On December 31st, police said the cause of death was sepsis or blood poisoning. Usugi surrendered to the police on Monday. Police have arrested the acquaintance, 28-year-old Daichi Sakaki, on suspicion of harboring a criminal. Damn. So, well, so, my life is pretty boring compared to those guys. Yeah, dude, this is like some nutty drama. So we don't, we don't know the whole fucking story, but this dude came up like to live with another guy. And like help him on a work related matter, but after that he ain't got no job. Yeah, but then he didn't listen, so he got burned. Yeah, but 
Yeah, you, you fucking listen, right? So you get the fucking burn, literally. That's how that sucks, man. All right, I got I got another story. I got I got I got to get off. That. Oh, just, real quick, real quick. I, I do feel sorry for this guy, but this that's not as bad as like. There's one I think we told about two years. I want to say maybe three years ago. It was in the winter, but like there's this one like new employee who was getting constantly bullied by other employees, and they the dumbass has stuck a YouTube video of them just fucking pushing his face into like one of those giant nabe pots. And get oh, I saw that guy. shit, man. You see that shit, and the, and the guy oh, just screamed year. horribly. It burned yeah. his face off. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was fucking horrible. It was horrifying. It was like, dude, man, I, I feel bad for that guy who was getting bullied, but like, it's like, dude, you need to find another job, like any job. Yeah, because that was his boss that pushed his face into that boiling pot of soup, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was fucking he, like, he was like, he was like laughing because I dare you to put, I dare you to smell the soup. Does this, does this soup stink? And the guy put his face close to it, and then he grabbed the back of his head, and he didn't just push his face into it. He shoved his head into it and held it there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. Fucking and, awful, and dude. Then the guy fell down, and everyone was laughing, and all the girls were like, and then the guy was like laying on the ground, thriving in pain, and his face just welted up. Yeah. And they realized it was fucking serious. Yeah, yeah. And then they had to call the ambulance and help him out. Fuck. Yeah. And then they all went to fucking jail. Yeah. As he should. Fuck that guy. Yeah, no, no. As I, as I should. No, no. I agree with you because fuck those assholes. And it wasn't just like this. Everyone, like pretty much everybody in the workplace, I mean, his boss is obviously a total dickhead and the instigator in a lot of it. But yeah. pretty much everybody else in the space, like in the in the office space, was either guilty of bullying him or at least fucking complicit in it. So no kidding, man. Fuck those yeah, guys. You, you don't fucking do that. You don't just like, yeah, even like you say, even like, you know, even the girls like, hee. Yeah. It's not yeah. funny. There's no fun, there's no funny in hurting somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Damn it. Okay, that being said. Uh, that being said, I got another story for us. Okay. All right. Man goes on trial for killing police officer, security guard in Yoko, and, and sorry, in Toyama. So he. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I, I saw this one, man. Yeah. I, I did see this one. Pretty well. serious. A, a, 24, yeah. a 24 year old man is accused of fatally stabbing 46 year old police officer in a Koban or a police box and shooting to death a 68 year old school guard. Uh, with the officer's gun in 2018 went on trial today in uh, Toyama City. So in the opening session of this trial, the Toyama District Court, Keita Shimazu, a former ground self-defense force member who quit in 2017, remained silent while the indictment was read. So basically, this guy was like a, the Japanese equivalent of the army. So they don't have an army here because it's constitutionally illegal in Japan to have an army because they were naughty in World War II. Um, they have what's called a, a self-defense force, which means they can only protect Japanese interests in Japanese mainland. But they're still kind of an army. So he was in a wheelchair and paralyzed from the waist down after being shot by the police officer while resisting arrest. So he didn't get off scot-free. According to the indictment, Shimazu fatally stabbed Officer Kenichi Inazumi on July uh, on June 26, 2018, in the police box. Inazumi was stabbed more than 12 times in the stomach and chest. Shimazu took Inazumi's handgun, handgun, and walked to a nearby elementary school where he shot and killed uh, Shinichi Nakamura, a security guard. Uh, and uh, he had three knives on him at the time he was arrested, uh, besides the one he used to stab uh, Inazumi. That knife was left inside the Koban. 
Shimaz's lawyer said that he had grown up with a hatred of police ever since he was visited at his home and investigated for complaints uh, of being abusive towards his parents. Wow. Jesus, dude. Yeah, that's... <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm sitting there, I got the same article in front of me because I found that, uh, that as well. Like, that's... That's just a fucking lot to unpack, man, because there's so many details like what? Like, I think we need to know a little bit more. So, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. You, you go like you're ex-military. I feel like you're a bit more like qualified to comment on some of this stuff. Yeah. Um, in the U.S., at least you have to go through a psychiatric evaluation to become a military person. You do that at MEPS. They ask you all sorts of questions down there. Have you ever been convicted of a crime? Do you hate? authority they asked me to put you through all all kinds of questions to check out your mental stability i don't know if they do that here in japan though i would assume they do hopefully hopefully but this guy really hated police because uh he got complained against being abusive towards his parents when he was a kid so finally he finally snapped and uh killed two people because of it i'm glad he didn't hurt any children though thank god yeah, man, because I'm, I'm wondering, because, like, this dude was, like, a security guard at, like, an, a, a school, right? Elementary school. So I wonder if he had, like, something personal against, like, the, the dude at the security guard, right? Where he just, like, sounded like he was hunting kids. He was just triggered because of the uniform, probably. Yeah, quite quite possibly. Yeah, man, I get that. Then again, you think, you know, him being, like, you know, ex, like, SDF, like, he'd know better, maybe? I don't yeah. Know. You, could, you could, like, tell, like, you know, like, I don't know, I mean, you look at a uniform, because, like, I... Like I, I look at that like because I, I used I, I did some security guard work and like I can obviously tell oh security guard or cop or whatever yeah same but yeah 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 that's weird what an I asshole guess. yeah I don't know what a fucking dick and he was in a wheelchair too it was like he, he's in a wheelchair now because he got shot resisting arrest when they oh yeah yeah, yeah 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 but I was I was just like yeah I I know I know man but in in my head it was just like wheelchair. And sorry, like I've, I've, had a, I've had a bit to drink, man. My brain's a little bit addled. But I'm just I'm thinking, dude, what, what a fucking caper this would be if, like, you know, this had this guy done it in a wheelchair. They probably had to put some stoppers on his wheelchair because you don't want him coming at you. <laughs> yeah, so do you think he had to put the brakes down in his wheelchair when he shot the gun? I don't know, man. <laughs> Rocking back, but yeah, man, this is, yeah, this is, this is a fucking wild one. Yeah. Sad story though. Nobody comes out out of, comes out of that story a winner, do they? No, but I, I think that's kind of the fucking case in a lot of fucking stories. Like in Japan, though, you know, first off, shootings are very, very uncommon. Yeah, super yeah, uncommon. And then, like, um, extreme acts of violence are not really common here in Japan. That's why when there is one, it's in the it's in the fucking newspaper. Well, it's in the national news. Yeah, I mean, I, no, I agree with you. We should probably. To listen to us, like you know, Japan's this violent, nutso country, but no, they're, they're actually extreme in the Because keep in mind, we're we're combing the entire national news. Yeah, and no matter how nice the country is, no matter how low, low the crime rate is, when you get like you know millions and millions, you know hundreds of millions of people, you're gonna get some assholes in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's gonna yeah, be a few assholes mixed in. Yeah, but uh, yeah, overall, it's it's uh, it's generally pretty peaceful. I'm like, yeah, shootings are super duper fucking rare because like handguns are just straight up illegal. Yeah, you can get a gun uh, here with a, a permit, like a hunter's permit, but it, it's not easy. You have to go through like a class and you have to go through a test. You have to go through uh, your local police department. You have to go through the local government. You have to do all this kind of stuff. And then you can get a shotgun. And then once you've had a shotgun for 10 years, if you haven't had any uh, issues with, with local police 
and you, you've not been an asshole and you haven't had any mental issues, then you can apply for a rifle permit after 10 years of having a shotgun. So it's not easy to get a gun, but it's possible. But this guy just straight up took it, took that shit off a cop and shot, shot the poor security guard. No, yeah, because I agree with you. He goes, what, what did you have to do? A mental, like, yeah, you take a bunch of classes, go through like a thorough mental evaluation. Yeah. And uh, what is when, not only that, even when you got the gun, they'll do like basically blind security checks about once a year where they'll send somebody out to your place. Yeah. And you have to have diagrams, like fucking diagrams. You have to have two different safes in two different rooms, where one where you keep the ammo and one where you keep the gun. Correct. Correct. And even 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 if the if the gun if the rifle is not the right position, they can take your shit away. Right. Any kind of any kind of nuts. like a fucking around, they can use any reason to take it away from you. Which is yeah, the way it should be. I think it should be difficult like that to own a gun. You can't be an asshole and own a gun. No, well, that's why we don't have a ton of shootings, man. Yeah. And not oh not not only that, man. I think there's only like I think per prefecture there's only one like you know gun store. And, and like uh also you're limited in the ammo so there's no there's no stockpiling am- ammunition and like you know waiting right. for the apocalypse like because when you go when you go in there to buy a new ammo you have to take in empty shell casings for them yeah you have to give them your brass basically you have to take back yeah. the, the used expended ammo and you sign out a new box or whatever and, you, and yeah, yeah it's like that yeah so, so they, it's they not hunters here for deer because deers are deer are basically a pest here there's no yeah. no predator for them yeah um yeah there's that and then uh what is I, th- I think for the the ainu the native uh native people it's in their tradition to go hunt bears so i think they, they get kind of a little bit some laxer laws because it's kind of traditional for them to have bear hunting festivals but yeah as far as handguns they're straight up fucking banned yeah just you period. can't you can't not have a handgun as a, as a national like uh, just a regular person you have to be a cop or a part of the ground defense force actually they don't even have handguns. i mean they, they do but hear me out but like it, this is how it's been explained to me by both military and police. Uh, but basically, like those aren't theirs; those are property of the government. When you're yeah. on duty, like you can, you have to go to the armory, check one out, yeah. and like you know, fill out the forms. And like you, you know, they're super strict. And you can, you're only basically when you're on duty, or of course, like obviously they've got to do like you know, target shooting once in a while to practice. And that's that's basically fucking it. They've got to like note down, I fired this many bullets for this reason. Blah 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 blah. Like super fucking and police strict. your brass. You got to get all your brass and bring it back. Yeah. 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 So then also, it's just it's nuts. Also, you'll notice that on the police uniform, um, they have like a basically. Uh, remember the old school telephone cords? That, that yeah, 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 yeah. That little yeah, yeah. circle, like a cur- curly cue yeah. cord that connects to the phone. So they have yeah. that connecting to their holster, connecting to uh, the butt of the gun. Yeah. Yeah. So the guy yeah. who took it had to cut that with one of his knives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, which obviously the dude came prepared, so he probably fucking did. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, man, well, but yeah. Like I said, like hand ups, handguns are just straight up fucking illegal. You, yeah, you'll see cops walking around with them, but like they're not theirs. They're the government's. Yeah, they don't. So yeah, I mean, don't don't, don't get me wrong. I, I'm sure like the the emperor has like a you know jewel encrusted like you know fucking flintlock pistol that he got from some foreign dignitary. But other than that, yeah, they're straight up fucking illegal. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What's the next story, Tom? Okay. Yeah. Um. What uh, again? In in our down the rabbit hole of what not to do. Here's another fucking classic. I thought this is interesting because you don't see a lot of this one in Japan. But uh, Miyagi man accused of hiring a hitman to take out acquaintance's father. Damn. Yeah. This is fucking. This is fucking ice cold, man. It's like you don't see a lot of this either. You, you don't see what you just read, like the shootings. Yeah. Or you don't see this. Yeah. 
Miyagi Prefectural Police have arrested a 27-year-old man for hiring a hitman to kill the father of an acquaintance at his home in the town of Shibata last year, reports Kyoto, uh, Kyoto News. At around 8.10 p.m. on September 11th, Mitsuru Mori, a 45-year-old employee in a construction company, allegedly stabbed Tetsuo Mori, 74, at the entrance of the victim's residence in Kita uh, Funaoka area. Mori, whose name was written differently in kanji characters from the other victims, so it's like, in other words, it's like having a different spelling of the last name. Yeah. It was also alleged to have reported to Mori's 70-year-old wife, uh, sorry, sta- sorry, not reported, stabbed the 70, uh, Mori's 70-year-old wife in the abdomen and other parts of her body. He then fled the scene. Damn. I know, damn, fucking ice cold. Uh, Mori was later confirmed dead to, due to loss of blood, which sucks because that's a pretty nasty way to go to sit there and slowly bleed out. Yeah. His wife suffered injuries that required two weeks to heal, police said. On Friday, police said that uh, Takaaki Iwami hired Mori through a post for quote-unquote underground work via a social network singing service to carry out the crime. They were previously unacquainted. Police also said that Mori and Iwami have been accused of murder and attempted murder. However, police did not reveal whether the suspects have admitted to the allegations. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, we're going to take a break. What, 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 so this is pretty hardcore and pretty heinous. So Jeremy, what do you think? Your, your theory. So why, why did this get dude hire a hitman uh, off the other guy? Okay, usually um, for hitman, it's either a love triangle or it's going to be some kind of debt. Yeah, man, I, I think those are all pretty good guesses. But like, you know, I would say like, uh, given the age disparity, I think we can rule out the love triangle. Yeah. But uh, no, it's not that. It's money. Of course, of course, there's money-related problems money related. that le- supposedly led to this. Now, we don't we don't know specifics, but I'll, we'll delve in a little further. Uh, Mitsuru Mori lives in Aichi Prefecture. Meanwhile, Iwami lives in a town in, of uh, Yamamoto, Miyagi. Prior to carrying out the crime, Mori used a rented vehicle to drive to Gifu from the prefecture. Or, sorry, tra- drive from Gifu Prefecture to Miyagi. After the incident, he returned to Gifu in the same vehicle. Mori surfaces as a personal a person of interest in the case after the examination of security camera footage, because that's how most of these guys get caught nowadays. Right. The victim, the son of the victims, who also lives in the residence, is an acquaintance of Iwami. Police believe that Iwami had money-related problems with the elder Mori. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, I, you know, good guess on the money because yeah, it's was it like sex, money, or you know, fucking revenge are always the three easy ones. Yeah, but he, he found him and he drove out. He drove all the way out there to fucking do him up, huh? Yeah, he did him up and like you know got the wife. The wife, I guess, happened to be you know wrong place, wrong time. It was collateral damage. At least he lived though. That's still, yeah, that's pretty rough. Sucks. That doesn't happen to normal people, folks. Don't get scared about Japan. Japan is a lovely place to visit. Oh, this is this is the. I don't know. It's it's been it's pretty fucking rare when you read somebody actually hires a hitman out, and like even then the hitman just was armed with knives. Yeah, no guns in this one. Yeah. The only way you're stabbing me is in the ass because I'll be running away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, you, normally these kind of things don't happen to regular people in Japan. You can walk around here safe without worrying about getting robbed or getting stabbed or anything like that. No, I, I agree with you, man. It's it's pretty nice. Like uh. 
like yeah, especially where I live in Nakamigoro, man, you'll see like you know, especially down by the river, man. Like you know, I can just sneak out there and you know, at night and have a few beers. Yeah. You'll see uh, you know, women jogging alone without a fucking goddamn care in the world. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, that area you lived in Nakamegro, as we mentioned before, during the springtime is fantastic to have drinks down there by that river. I love drinking by the river. Oh well, yeah, that's well, that's kind of my thing, man. You should come up and visit, man, because that's all we do is we just like, you know, well. You know, if Johnny's available, or even if he's not, just fucking sitting down by the river and just do streeters. Sure. Just fuck it. There's, yeah. <laughs> not as fucking beautiful scenery. Even if it's not Hanami, Hanami, Hanami's good, but it's also fucking crowded. Yeah. But like you said, even if it's not Hanami, it's um, it's still you're down by the river. It's human beings drinking next to water has has been a thing for thousands and thousands, probably millions of years. Yeah. Well, the Vikings quite liked it, I hear, or so yeah. I'm told. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, but like, if if you do visit Hanami, just like, please let me know in advance, man, because like, Hanami's really good, but it's also really crowded. And one major like uh, bummer of that is like, it's fucking crowded, so all the toilets in the area are fucking super crowded. But uh-huh. if you talk to me, I know I know a couple like you know public toilets that are kind of hidden, most people don't know about. So right. like, yeah, it'll make all the trust me. If you, if you want to drink for a couple hours, it'll make all the fucking difference in the world in your experience. So I got, like that got another friend who lives uh, in Nakamegro. He lives right on the river. His house is right on the river, like literally one minute walk, not even a minute, probably 30 seconds just down to the river from his house. And there's benches down there. And what happens, we usually go down there and sit at those benches and on, and also some stairs right there on the river. And his house is right there. So he leaves the door open. So if you have to take a big whiz, you just hop back up uh, up to his house on the second floor and you can have a piss up there. Well, that's that's we, fucking good, man. Yeah, we had a... Like- we had a bunch of like uh, food and stuff out there a couple of years ago. And then this old lady comes by and goes, you're not supposed to eat and take up this, you know, eat out here on the streets like that. And we're like, whatever lady, just fuck off. And like, she's a real busy body. So she fucks off. What she does is she goes down to the Koban, the police box gets to the police and the police come down and tell us we can't have like food out there and stuff. Isn't that, isn't that fucked? She just couldn't mind her own business. And so she went and told on us. Well, here, here's the thing. Here's the thing, though. But like, I think, I think if your buddy would have piped up and said, "Look, I own this motherfucking place, so piss off. This is private property." No, it wasn't. I think they would have. Clearly, it wasn't. Oh, really? Not, no it's, shit. It's out. You know where the river is? How they have those? Like, oh, okay, okay, yeah. Clearly, not is. It's taxpayers and stuff. You know. It's uh, okay, okay. I, I was misunderstanding that a little bit. And, and to be honest, yeah. to be honest, there's a sign there in Japanese that says, "Like, don't have." picnics here you know this is it says don't eat here don't have a picnics here so what we thought we would do to be smart is we threw our jacket over that sign <laughs> <laughs> yeah no sign no worries but this old lady come by and got mad at us man and, and normally you know why don't, why don't you just fuck you see people having a good time you just fuck off leave it let them go we weren't bothering anybody it was the middle of the afternoon we weren't being too loud but this lady had to be a busy busybody karen and come by and throw a monkey wrench into it all and then she called the cops on us yeah no i've had like that's that's maybe you know one of the few downsides you get a few of them but i, I guess they're everywhere yeah but, uh, no, I, I, no i think not not last year but i think two years ago one of my friend one of my buddies was up uh we were just hanging out and drinking it was during hanami so we just like we went down to the one of the bridges and sat down and like some security guard comes up to me and goes, you can't be here. My buddy stands up. He's like, rah, rah, rah. I was like, okay, dude, shut up. You don't speak Japanese. Let me handle this. I was like, excuse me, what's the problem? He goes, you can't be here. Why? Because I said you can't be here. And I just look at his uniform. Uh-huh. The, you know, X, Y, Z company security. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, dude, 
I, I've, I've done security work, guard work before. You're not a cop. Yeah. And this is public, you know, this is a public place. You can't tell, you can't do shit. And he kept going on us and like, you know, he called another buddy and over and like, I know the fucking rules. They can't basically like, they can't attack us or touch us or anything because we're not, we're not trespassing. We're not breaking the law. So they can't like, you know, attack us or do, yeah. really do anything. So I just, I just let him, let him go. And I was just like, talk to the hand, ignore him. Yeah. They can't do anything. I said, if you have a problem, you're welcome to call the police. You want the police to come here and say, you know, maybe I'll engage with them. But even then, please don't give a shit. Got better yeah. things to do. Yeah. yeah. Just in this case, uh, it was police. So we couldn't say anything. So once the police came down, the best thing we can do at that point is just walk away because you do not want to be arrested in Japan. Yeah. Um. No. Yeah. That generally sucks. But here's the thing. But I've also read read up on the laws and everything. Mm -hmm. And because of the way the system's designed, the cops like do not want to arrest you because especially for doing, especially if you're doing something like that, I'd say you can maybe take your chances and push your luck because like. They don't want to do that because, like, for them, like, they're in a salary position, and it's just an ungodly amount of paperwork. I imagine, yeah. I, I, but yeah. I think it's probably best, like, just to walk away. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna risk it. <laughs> yeah. I'm too old. Well, to well yeah, but in that case, but of course, a, a lot of times, to be to be honest, though, I'll call the police. It's just really a super empty threat here. Because, like, me and my buddy just kind of ignored him, and they eventually went away. I was like, dude, my, my, my house is, like, a couple minutes over. You know would be really funny is if I ran back, put my old security uniform on, and they just came back with my time, started waving it in their face, being like, oh, you can't be here. you got to go. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I was, I was sitting there. I, I, by, by then, I had a few in me. And I was like, I'm so tempted to do this. <laughs> I have a lightsaber, too. Seems your lightsaber's yeah, too. a lightsaber, too. Yeah. <laughs> Mine's bigger than yours. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. funny. Yeah, I just thought uh, you got to pick your battle. You got to pick which hill you're going to die on, right? Yeah, exactly, right? Yeah. I'll just go back to my yeah. buddy's house and drink. Hey, <laughs> buddy's house and drink. Yeah, man. Well, if he's got a nice, like, pad down by the river, man, this is super fucking cool. Again, it, it, it's a very fucking cool, like, area. Yeah, so, he lives uh, down there by Hato's. Which one? You know, Hato's, the, uh, there's a barbecue restaurant in Nakamura that's really nice called Hato's. Uh, I think so. Uh, yeah, I, have, I haven't been there, but I know it's at. Yeah, he lives in that little area over there. Oh, okay, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're just like, we're super close to the station. Yeah. But anyway, as I digress, yeah, yeah, man. Fucking hope, hopefully Hanami rolls around this year. And hopefully, like, you know, either the pandemic will be under control. Enough people have been inoculated where it's not going to be like a big fucking deal, man. They said February they're going to start rolling out those inoculations, but it takes two, right? Uh, if you get the Pfizer one, it's 21 days apart. If you get the other one, it's 28 days apart. So you have to have both both inoculations to uh, to be considered uh, at at less risk, I guess. Yeah, I mean, like I, again, just fucking baby steps, dude. I mean, e even if you got one, I'm sure it's better than fucking nothing, right? As, as long as it's as sizable enough of the population starts getting the in enough inoculations, just to fucking put a dent in this, start slowing it down, kind of reversing the trend. Because like, because yeah. keep, keep in mind, like. Japan's didn't have the like the best infection rate, but it also didn't have the worst. And, and, and I think we kind of fared better than a lot of countries until the fucking winter hit, and now we're having just ridiculous cases. Like fourteen or fifteen oh two was the today's today's rate in Tokyo, one thousand five hundred two yeah, people. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but I, but I think it's been over like sixteen though. 
a few a few times in the last. Oh, it went over so. two thousand. It went over two thousand people. It went over. It went up to like twenty four hundred. You, you talking Tokyo? You're talking about the entire country. Talking Tokyo. Tokyo a few days ago, uh, twenty four hundred people. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Maybe, you, maybe you've been cl- paying closer attention because I I was paying closer attention. My wife kept quizzing me. Like every day <laughs> coming, How many people do you think today? I'm like, how do you, I? You know, if, if I was a good sport about this like six to eight months ago, and I was like, oh, okay, maybe based on this and this and this, maybe it's this. Yeah. And then after and after a certain point, I just said, I don't want to play this game anymore. And anymore, honey, this is just like the shittiest fucking game show because, like, you know, whether I'm right and wrong, nobody really fucking wins, right? Nobody wins. But at least, yeah. in, you know, in the United States, they're having a hundred thousand deaths, a, you know. Like what? What are they? At? They're at like four hundred thousand now. Four hundred thousand deaths. They're they're in the hundreds of thousands of deaths. Ooh, that's yeah, a lot of people. Just fucking awful, man. It's terrible. That's <laughs> so scary. Yeah. yeah so, I wish all. Yeah. Did, well. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, like people in my family got it. My little brother got it. So yeah. Mm. I mean, he 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 pulled through and everything, but he was Good. saying he was saying he had, he had some weird like after effects. So he was getting like even after it was over, he was getting just horrible migraines. Weird. Yeah. So, anyway. so let's um let's uh let's find what we have to address the elephant in the room one person out of our crew here is missing today where is mr johnny i don't know i guess he had like some shows or something because i remember his one show uh he had like a what is it called like a gallery showing of his paintings or, or a band or something like that uh it got canceled last week because of the um the, the lockdown uh so he might have something he might have rescheduled that that's what i'm thinking but he'll be back awesome, he'll be back dude. again soon very soon our beloved yeah. host johnny yeah. and, founder of this great organization yeah and if you're interested in checking out any of his paintings like the ones that tom has or the one that i have which you can see here if you have time to look at this video that's han solo holding a record um that's a black light painting it's very cool you can check out the spilledink.com and check out all his work there uh Tom, what do you what do you have to plug? What's going on with you, man? Not just like basically. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, man. I'm I'm not as cool as you guys. Where I've got my own little like you know side hustler business, man. Right, right. I'm, I'm just some bo- boring English teacher with like a little kid. My goal whole goal is, goal is after my shift finishes to run home, play with my kid a little bit, and then fucking sneak off and watch Netflix and YouTube. Nice. <laughs> I mean, I don't, it's just fucking. It's simple, man. <laughs> I'm just not as exciting. Ho- hopefully, you know. Once things get back on track, we'll be doing some cooler stuff, but uh, not right now. Other than that, uh, plug us, uh, our Facebook page. Uh, Facebook is updated daily. Um, I've seen uh, Jeremy, you put some cool content on there. And yeah. like a couple of, uh, Ray and Paul also have uh, access to that. They, they do as well. But I, I'm, I'm basically the main guy that's in charge of the Facebook. And I, yeah. you know, I, I post daily. Jo- Johnny won't let me do, do it more than a day because I was posting like three or four times a day. He's like, stop it. <laughs> there's just too much good shit to share so uh yeah check that out and control yeah give us a like and a comment man even if you're free and of course patreon support us give us more money that's right so we can buy better equipment and hopefully do cooler shit uh in the future that's about it uh and for myself i've got uh www.mma-japan.net if you want to hear about all the local fighters if you're in japan and you're into martial arts uh, if you're into wrestling, if you're into any kind of like combat sports, check it out, man. Uh, we've got all the uh, latest information on events and fighters and fighters' histories and what gym is cool and where to check it out. Uh, all there in English for you to learn about or you know follow. Uh, 
coming up next month, February 21st, I think, into February, uh, a promotion called Deep, which has got some fantastic fighters. They're having their 20th year anniversary and their 100th, 100th show. So we've got a little write-up about that. So definitely pop over to the website, www.mma-japan.net and check out what we've got written up. And also we have uh, the write-up for Ryzen that we did on New Year's Eve over there. So cool photos, uh, some history of the fighters that fought there and a bunch of cool information for you to follow and check out. But uh, that's it for me. Um, yeah, I, I mean, guess. yeah, do, 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 do check his page out because I imagine like, even if like I don't know, you're in America, say in America and you're in the UFC, I imagine there's some overlap right there, there with like, you know, the friends like, you know, you know, if you're into that sort of thing, people just want to watch a good fight. And maybe they're like, oh, I like, oh, I saw this guy fight, man. He's pretty cool. Like, you know, pop over to your website. It's uh, it's quite well organized. You get interviews and other cool shit. Yeah. We put fights up there, like uh, classic fights uh, that you probably, you know, haven't, you probably haven't seen, but you've heard about. Uh, we've got a, lot, a ton of good information up there for you to check out. So definitely head over and check it out. All right, Tom, thank you, man. I appreciate you uh, having me out here tonight. It was fun talking to you, having a good chat. Yeah, you too, man. It was good talking to you, man. We'll have to do this again. Uh, let's let's see what Johnny's schedule looks like, and maybe if he's fucking slammed with work again, we can just like you know fucking cheers it up and do another episode. Hell yeah! And, yeah, thanks, Rangers. We're right. out. This is Take episode five hundred eighty-one. Yeah, Jeremy, very cool. Party with you, drinking with you. Hopefully, we, we can do this in real life again soon because it's it's been a fucking while for you and Johnny as well. Hell yeah, bro. Yeah, Zoom is great and all, but it gets kind of fucking old after a while. Oh yeah. All right, man. Take it easy. Hey, right, cheers. Bye. My own brother, a goddamn shit sucking vampire. Oh, you wait till mom finds out, buddy. I've got a government job to abuse and a lonely wife to fuck. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. God, the pressure! I can't take it! I can't take it! I can't stand to it! You sure I should do this, man? We're going freaky! We came, we saw, we kicked his ass! Your move, creep. Oh, man. I will never forgive your ass for this shit. This is some fucked up repugnant shit. Ah, fuck it, dude. Let's go bold.